Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. What what is this? Why are well, we in the woods? Welcome, Jay, <sighs> to a television screen accurate recreation of the Midnight Society's campfire. Why am why, why are my hands tied behind my back? That is so you wouldn't run away when I pulled off the bag over your head. Why are these like party store skeletons also sitting here. Those are the former members of the Midnight Society. Why are their hands tied behind their back? For the same reasons. Okay. <laughs> you, what well, are we doing here? <laughs> Welcome, Jay, to the first official meeting of the new Midnight Society. Are you doing an Are You Afraid of the Dark thing? And today... <laughs> I am bringing you a special story, a story that is very near and dear to both of our hearts. Does Amanda know about it? Sit back and relax. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, I call this story The Tale of the New York City Comic Con 2019 Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot pre-panel interview with stars Jeremy Ray Taylor, Mia Shetch, and executive producer Matt Kaplan talking with me and the gates of Haley's Haley. Uh, Story. That... what? You need to work on that title. (laughs) Dude, that was like... You're supposed to throw that in the fire. Do that... My fucking face! What is this? this? Story dust. This isn't even like the Midnight Society. This is just glitter, you son of a bitch. Hi- <coughs> high five. Should we high five? High five. High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo! High five. Don't let me hang it. All right, man. <laughs> I'm um. I'm sorry. It was more for like the effect. I've always wanted to, you know. Just like on the show, like where you throw it in the fire, and then I got excited, and I just kind of, sorry. Okay, this, you know that being a part of the Canadian Midnight Society is like a dream of mine. And I'm trying to make it come true. Dude, you just ruined this for me. (laughs) I'm going to have PTS, are you afraid of the D? (laughs) But let me ask you a question. Are you afraid of the D? I'm terrified right now. (laughs) 
of the D, of the Q, of these woods, of all of the alphabet in general, just as a whole. Just yeah, of of F. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'm terrified of of uh, of, of S. You know it's what? All dendy. F U Q, F U J. I hate I hate I hate everything right about in the that. D. I hate <laughs> <laughs> oh no you know what i'm saying yeah i do know what you're saying uh so hey man hey jay oh so- hey q sorry to scare you almost suffocate you and blind you with glitter well you know what it's just like watching an episode of are you afraid of the dark no actually i like that show so <laughs> I was about to say, none of those things happen when you watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? No, I actually really, really, really like that show. Um, but yeah, so I guess we're not in the writer's room this week, everybody. We're not. We we're are in the woods. in some woods that Q has brug- drug me out to. Yeah. Uh, but we are here to record, I guess, an episode of yeah. High Five Colon the Pro- Podcast. Uh, you know, proudly supported and a member of the, podca- uh, the Project Hyphen Nerd podcast network that's true that is true and do our overlords know we're out here they do okay not they do not so i can't so no one will know that i'm no one will even miss me and listen here i'm gonna give this back to you um i i smashed your phone i just it was one of those i was in the moment and i was like oh we gotta get rid of gps signals because it's for the effect. But then I also realized, like, that was unnecessary because it's not – I'm not actually kidnapping you, but I, I'm so – What have I told you about yeah. going method for our bits? I'm sorry. It just – it was one of – it felt right. right Smashing well, your phone felt right. felt right. If it felt right. You know, I I guess I'm due for a new phone anyway. I wanted one of those new iPhones with the 37 camera lenses on it. Sure. I, so I guess I can so get you're gonna that get now. It. If we ever make it out of these woods alive. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, Jay's new phone with 37 <laughs> cameras. <laughs> it's like spider eyes. That's that would be the. It is. Spider eyes, <laughs> the phone. The phone. Submitted uh, for the approval of the Midnight Society, Snake Eyes, starring Nicolas Cage. Everyone's like, no! I don't want to see that! No one does! I'm pretty sure I already did. It was called 8mm. Terrible. Also starring Nicolas Cage. Um. So, hey, man, uh, last week we talked a little bit about what brought us here tonight. Yes. Which is you? we teased. Yeah, oh. me. Which we teased, thanks to our benevolent overlords, Project Hyphen Nerd, Woo-hoo. that I had been sent to New York Comic Con, which is 100% true. Yes. And not only did I get to go, but uh, Gates of Haley's Haley got to go as well. And everyone listening to this... Should have listened to last week's episode so they know all of that. But, guys, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we're coming for you. Oh, we are coming for you. Also, listen to Jay learn about how time travel betting works. Yeah, I'm great at it. Um, So this week, we're going to bring you another exclusive set of interviews um, that I got the chance to do while at... New York Comic Con. Right. And all jokes aside, Q, again, I said it last week. I'm going to say it again this week. Super jealous of you. Yep. Um, but this one, as I understand it, or as what you've told me about it, it's not the same format as the kind of press conference panel you got to go to for no. Big Mouth. This one, you actually got to sit and interview some of the people. Is that right? I did. I did. I got to interview uh, stars of the new Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot. 
Right. Uh, As Jeremy- the title of this tale. Exactly. It's you, very long. You listed out. Did you forget what it was? Because I'll tell you again. Uh, the tale of the New York City Comic Con 2019 Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot pre-panel interview with stars Jeremy Ray Taylor, Mia Ketch, and executive producer Matt Kaplan talking with me and the gates of Haley's Haley. What? Sorry, oh, sorry. what? I blacked out there for yeah. a minute. I tried to shorten it. Um, but this, I decided this was your I third pass. It was. Oh, um, I I figured at this point there's no more fat to trim on that on a name like that. I mean, I'll be honest. Every syllable really does have a place. It does, and it's it, after the one before it. Exactly, and that's no. and then there's it, nothing to be done. You know what? I think it was uh, Ernest Hemingway was famous for saying, "I would have made this shorter, but I ran out of time." Oh, and you're so, right. I believe you are correct, yeah, 100%. So. And then he drank himself to death. And then, yeah, then he walked into airplane propellers or something. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that uh, what happened to him? I have no idea. I was just going with it. No, wait, no, no, that wasn't him. He tried <laughs> to walk into airplane propellers but was stopped, uh, and he shot himself in the face. <laughs> you're right. You were thinking of Indiana Jones. <laughs> I was. I was. Uh, you when know that what? big guy, when he's fighting that big guy at the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark, and you know he falls what? I do that all the airplane time. propellers. I always am like, oh man, who was that guy that wrote um, uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls? Right, Indiana Jones. <laughs> exactly. But that guy who, who rescued the Ark of the Covenant from the Nazis, Ernest Hemingway. Ernest. I get those guys confused like the all late, the time. Late, great Ernest Hemingway. You remember Indiana Jones? He was from Florida. He had a bunch of yeah. cats. Do you remember when Sean Connery played Ernest Hemingway's father? I do. It and was... explained that he got the name Ernest from Jim Varney. I was hoping you were going <laughs> to say that. Yeah, that was definitely where he got that name. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. He was it's a, a big a... Ernest Goes to Camp fan. <laughs> right, right, Sean right, Connery. Right. Huge Ernest goes to camp, and then uh, and and also if you remember when Harrison Ford was a farewell to arms, I t- he was he himself was a farewell to arms. He was kind of like when uh, Ralph from The Simpsons was a Star Wars. He was. <laughs> well, Harrison Ford just played both the arms, right? And then and he you was just leaving. bid him farewell. Yeah, that was. I didn't read that book, everybody. So, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's about. I think it's about an amputee. <laughs> yeah, <fair>. Not sure. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, maybe. Well, we just lost all of our amputee fans. <laughs> uh, well, you, no, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. Stay, I'm not, stay I'm away, not, stay I'm not going down that road. Because, damn it. I almost made another joke. I was going to say because I'm the bigger man, but that's because of the amputated right, legs. Nope. nope we're going to get we're gonna ah, get, away, we're okay. get away from this. Someone, someone hold me accountable, but not with arms you don't have. <laughs> Jesus. All right, and move. move. I'm still choking on that glitter you threw at me. (laughs) And your pride. All right. So Um, are you afraid of the dark, man? What about that Canadian teenage kid show starring uh, Forrest Whitaker? Yep. (laughs) Yes. Uh, What? Who was? Let's recap some of the famous members of Midnight Society. We also had. uh, What's her name from Clueless, the television series? No, Eliza Cuthbert from Girl Next Door. Alicia Cuthbert. Yes, that Uh, one. Yeah. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, you said. We did have the girl from the Clueless TV series, right? Uh, Yeah, I don't remember her name, though. I don't either. The girl from the Clueless TV series. Yeah, her. The girl that played Cher. Cher. The main character on Clueless TV series. Cher, not, parentheses, not Alicia. There were, there were episodes featuring such budding stars as Ryan Gosling. 
Okay, I was going to ask, was Ryan Gosling on there at some he point? He was. A he lot was. of Canadian teenagers went through that. Jay, Jay Burrochel was in oh, an episode? I did remember him being, I did remember reading that he was in there. Now, did Drake make an appearance on there? Or was he <laughs> I, just on Degrassi? I don't know. He might have rolled through. I mean, Wheel- he's Canadian and Wheel- was a teenager. Wheelchair jokes rolled through because his character yeah. on Degrassi was in a wheelchair. I, I'm glad you explained that because it will Degrassi colon the new class or something. Right. The, college <laughs> the next mutation. Degrassi the, colon the next, the next mutation. Was it the next class? No, next generation. No, that's Star Trek. <laughs> I did not watch Degrassi, Degrassi. colon the first class. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, that was that other that better X-Men movie. <laughs> The oh uh Degrassi colon the Degrassening. Degrassi colon electric boogaloo. Yes. Okay, that that was it. I that think sounds that's right. way better. That sounds way better. Um, okay. The red headed kid from Terminator two was in it. Oh, he's really? also in from, Salute uh, Your Shorts. Uh well he was also in uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Was he? Wasn't he the bully? Was the bully he? brother who like befriends Auntie? In, uh, no, you... no, 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 oh, no, no, I'm thinking no, of a different no, no. redheaded kid. Yep. Okay. Now, this is definitely John Connor's best friend from oh! Terminator 2. Okay, yeah. That and... was the kid from Big. Was it? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> it's another little redheaded brat. Got it. No, that's the kid from Problem Child. Okay, perfect. I'm just lo- naming redheaded children. No, no, it was Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah, the whole time, it turns out it was just Carrot Top. Do you remember oh. when he had a movie? I remember when he didn't look like a freak. Do you remember it, he legitimately had a movie called Chairman of the Board? Oh, yeah. I definitely. Well, because it's him as a, uh, standing on a principal's desk in board shorts. With holding a, a surfboard, surfboard. Going like, wow, yeah. He's like Carrot coolest. Top. He's the coolest vice principal. I'm it a prop like, comedian. <laughs> it was like, what if Polly Shore movies weren't as good as Polly Shore movies? Right. That's what that movie was. Exactly. Oh, okay. So I do anyway, want to ask you. Are you afraid of the dark? We're way off uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, but I do want to ask you a question, okay? Sure. So mm-hmm. in the Are You Afraid of the Dark panel, obviously they're interviewing like the Midnight Society cast. You mentioned Jeremy Ray Taylor and, yes. and Mia uh, Ketch. Um, and I know that they have kind of that cast that's set. I have to make a, 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 a confession. Sure. When I was watching... Are You Afraid of the Dark growing up? Yes. I gave zero shits about the Midnight Society. Okay. You could never – I couldn't even have told you if they were recurring kids. Like, it could have been different kids every week for all I know. Sure. Like, well, how – what was your relationship with that? Like, did you actually watch it and know who the Midnight Society was, or did you just watch it I, I mean, the scary like, stories? Well, of course I watched it for the scary stories. Now, I will say that that is kind of addressed um, – do you remember a three-part episode, and I think it's called a, The Tale of the Quicksilver mm. or something of that nature? What happens a, in it? Uh, the, it na- a, the titles of all of them, I, I kind of Basically, the story kind of comes to life in a way, and okay. the members of the Midnight Society are forced to contend with this ghost. Oh, no. I, haven't, I don't think I've seen that one. Um, it is – I believe it's called The Tale of the Quicksilver. Um but anyway, they are like have to find a like like a totem or something. Okay. Is and it in a hidden temple? Um it's guarded not. by a big rock face? 
It's not. That's Does a different like show a you're thinking of. That's Rugrats. Ah, okay. I knew it. Um, but so Art of the Are You Afraid of the Dark? It is called The Tale of the Quicksilver. Okay. Um, but it, it was a three-part episode, and it actually involved the members of the Midnight Society. Oh, interesting. No, I don't remember this. And I thought and I saw all of these, but I guess not. I will tell you this. This new reboot is currently, as it stands, a limited series of three-hour-long episodes that basically tell the story of something that involves the Midnight Society. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I don't think I knew that premise. It is not individual tales. It is one tale that is happening that is involving all of the members, and they are living out parts of what is oh, being Oh, interesting. Okay. Did you guys get to see any of, like, clips or anything from the I show did, at the panel? I did get to see a clip. It's actually available on the internet now, so you can go take a look at it. The clip or the episode? The clip is. Uh, okay. The episode is as well. The first okay. episode is up on YouTube for free via Nickelodeon. Oh, hey, everybody. That's cool. Have you watched it yet? Um, I did. Oh, okay. I definitely want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I don't want to yeah. give away too much because it does definitely set up the story, but uh, it involves new members being brought into a Midnight Society. Okay. It does posit this very interesting, like... This Midnight Society is not necessarily the same Midnight Society. Okay. And so there's it's not this like... concept that, like, mm -hmm. in towns all over the country, there could be Midnight Societies. Oh, I like that. Kind of like Fight Club. Exactly. And that, like, they are. there could be multiple Midnight Societies in one school, and they just don't know about each other because they're so secretive. Nice. Okay. So it's kind of a cool way of like expanding the world. Yeah, I actually I do I dig that. I dig that. Um and so I will tell you that the first episode kind of plays into that a little bit and you'll understand okay. why it becomes oh, it's a single story kind of. Well, by the time this episode's released, like that show will be available, right? Or is, is it all streaming? Is it playing on Nickelodeon? How's it actually coming out? Um I believe it, it is definitely coming out on um, on Nickelodeon. Okay. Um, I do believe that it's it will be streaming via their app. Okay. So um, I can track it down. Like, even if I've got, you know, we've got, like, Comcast On Demand, so I'm pretty sure I could find it that way. But yes. I do want to watch it. Yes, definitely. And for those of you who want to watch it and not wait, go <coughs> check out the first episode. Like I said, YouTube yeah. via Nickelodeon streaming for free right now now i'll be honest i i was so hesitant when they said they were bringing this back because you know this and i think we've even talked about it on the show at some point but are you afraid of the dark was one of those tgif shows that i adored like or snick it was snick mm -hmm. is what it was i was about to say that ain't no tgif nope. this ain't snick. on there with full house and it was snick yeah. uh this was on there with keenan and kel and That's all right. that um, exactly i loved are you afraid of the dark? Like For it was, sure. you know, horror is right up my alley. Um, and there, there are still some of those stories that to this day I will think about and get like shivers down my spine for. I mean, I'm sure I don't know if I watched them today if they'd hold up and be as scary. I'm sure they wouldn't. But man, I love like the uh, the the specific episode I remember is when the vampire, the very Nosferatu esque vampire, comes out of the movie screen. I know it's a classic one. I know it's kind of like synonymous with the show, but that one still bothers me. Um, one of the ones that that 
kind of stuck with me was, do you remember, and I don't remember the name of the episode, but do you remember the one with the, like, skeleton ghoul in the pool? Oh, yes. I hadn't thought of that until just the second, but I do remember And they, like, put the dye in the pool, and that's how you can, like, see it. It's pretty, like, messed up. That one's creepy. Then the whole, I'm cold, girl, obviously. Exactly. Do you remember the mall pinball episode? Yeah. I loved that episode. Do you remember Zebo the Clown? Yes. Which is the one Frickin where like the kids go into the fun house and steal his nose. And then it's basically like the scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Like the dead man's toe. Or the dead woman's toe. And it's basically Zebo stalking this child wanting his, his nose, nose back. back. Horrifyingly scary. Dude, yeah. on the panel, I don't I mean, don't ruin anything uh, because I know we're going to go back in time and listen to it. But sure. do... Th- does anybody ask like these kids, or do you talk to them about the old show? Did, I mean, they're all too young to we have did. watched it, I imagine. And I will say this, and I spoiler alert on their response: I do ask them in uh-huh. the in the interview. Actually, you know what? Let's just listen to it. Okay, let's just listen to it. Let's let's go back in time. Join me. I'm gonna throw the dust again. Okay. Okay. You ready? But like, close your mouth and maybe your eyes. Okay, well, give me a warning before you throw the dust. Here um, we go! (laughs) Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, I call this story The Tale of the New York City Comic Con 2019 Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot pre-panel interview with stars Jeremy Ray Taylor, Mia Ketch, and executive producer Matt Kaplan talking with me, and the gates of Haley's Haley. Um, so hey guys, thanks Hi. for chatting with us. Thanks We're for super us. excited about the reboot of Art. Likewise. Yeah, this is gonna be nuts. I was a huge fan growing up on it, so this is a really exciting thing for me for sure. Now have you guys seen are you afraid of the dark? Like the original? Um, uh, Matt told us to lie about this. Okay, perfect. Uh, so yeah, they, this they've is watched every episode. Yeah, we've seen yes. all six seasons. All six seasons, we know all the names. Um, but you Jeremy's going to say all of them. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, no, we we sadly have not seen the show. Not full episodes. We've seen, seen the they've show. They've been introduced to it. They've seen cool. clips and stuff. Right. It's hard to actually find all full, the full, full episodes. episodes. Yeah. But they, you know, we've we definitely seen this clip. At least create the vibe for them to know who we're going. We watched sure. clips on and off set. My mom loved the show. Uh, yeah. So she was showing me clips. She was telling me all about it. Now, but in regards to that, you guys are kind of working in genre projects kind of regularly. Is that a thing? Like, I mean, you've got Rim of the World. I mean, you were in It and Goosebumps. Yeah. Is that, like, something you feel like sticking with? Is that, like, a genre you guys just lean towards or does it just kind of work out that way well uh, yeah i'm getting pigeonholed in the 90, 94 <laughs> um no i really don't mind it i i love the genre i think it's a lot of fun i love watching it myself uh here recently and i do enjoy it a lot um and also this was this was the first time i got to break out of the whole like bin role sure um, like sunny and Ben were very similar and this is more the comedic relief and cool. and more ecstatic instead of just like so calm um, so yeah, it was it was a great experience for me to, to be able to branch out, and I'd love to branch out even more. Nice, that's awesome. I feel like I'd love to do all genres, sure. and whichever one is thrown at me, I feel like okay, I can see myself in this one. Totally. This is my first like bigger horror sure. role. Yeah. I did I had done American Horror Story, but it was a very small role. 
but I feel like it was very cool to see everything come together, and it was quite scary, actually. <laughs> That's actually a great question. That kind of leads me to, as far as like tone for the show, and maybe you can answer this too, is are you guys trying to lean more towards something that is Nickelodeon friendly, or is this kind well, of like I, not really worried about that? We're just trying to make something that I think is the, scary? the one thing that so when we first talked about rebooting this, like I was like the one thing that I remember we were kids was that it was actually scary yeah absolutely. and it didn't and nickelodeon and snick at that time didn't hold back and i felt like the kids were felt real and the horror felt real and so that was kind of the biggest goal uh from the outset and so i think nickelodeon you know luckily brian robbins who, who's the CEO, let us lean into that sure um and the thing that the, the original did not do as much of that we wanted to hit was really get into the character of who the Midnight Society and what was behind their motivation and the storytelling and hopefully that storytelling can can come from a place of character. Sure. So um, this limited series is is, is hopefully the, the start of, of, of many. Well, I was about to say, that's you just keep teeing up all of my questions. Yeah, is yeah, that, yeah. Is that now it's envisioned currently as a limited series with hopes, as you're saying, I that think it could we, become... Yeah, I think we felt like we needed to eventize it, sure. right? Like for the fans like myself who just loved it and grew up on it, we didn't yeah. want to just come out with an anthology that didn't allow us more time with the characters, pay homage to some of the, the classic uh, scary villains from the show exactly. and kind of pepper that stuff in while, while be true to like, be self-aware, like sure. be a little bit meta with it. Sure. Like, you know, obviously times have changed and, and I think their characters in a perfect way uh, kind of have fun with it. Definitely. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. So for you guys, so if I'm understanding it correctly, this is one big story kind of broken up over a couple of episodes. Yes. Right, so um, it's, it's, it's three one-hour episodes. Um, it's a continuation, so it's it's cool. and it's also about the Midnight Society. So you get to you get to know them more a little bit more uh, than the original, and it's it's more about them and their backstory more than the stories that they tell, like like Got the it. original. Got so now, so are there still? And I don't know if you guys can talk about this. Are there still like individual segment stories in it as well, or is it more focused think, on what's happening with? The I think this right one is coming from a place of one particular story that everyone okay. then has to be involved in. Got I think it. that as as hopefully the franchise will continue sure. you'll lean into each of the characters and the stories that they want to tell and, and you kind of feed off of that place yeah so you'll definitely see us around the campfire and you'll see the perfect dust throw sure. and, 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 and the, the paper and, yeah so so you'll see you'll you'll still get the nostalgia feel but cool. but it's focused more on the midnight society than, than the story it, fo it focuses more on like their characters and getting to know them as people before you sure. dive into a story sure now i have to ask um, and I'm sure you guys get asked this a lot, but is it difficult acting afraid of things? <laughs> Sometimes it can be. That's a that's a question that I think really has to do with what it is you're supposed sure. to be afraid of. For me, I'm terrified of clowns. Okay, now that's confidential, so don't sure. say anything. <laughs> don't worry, off <laughs> but, the record. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in the trailer, you will see me having a little bit of an interaction with them. Awesome. Which for me was very unfortunate. <laughs> Your fear was real. <laughs> it, it did, and I think we both, Jeremy bo and I both had experiences with one of our biggest fears, but I feel like when you know, I kind of, for me, it was more like I knew who was behind like all the makeup sure, and the wigs and costume. Well, and I feel like hers was 
being afraid of a person. Um, sure. Mine was heights, so I was really Ooh. high up in the air, so something could have happened to me. <laughs> uh, so it was a genuine thing. The night before he had to do his scene, it was so funny. He was like, he was telling everyone, if I don't make it, I love you guys. <laughs> I told I love you to a lot of people that That's night. That's very real yeah. fear. Yeah. So he said it to our director. We see it on camera. That's going to be know. some real. No, yeah, it's very believable. Because uh, it was all literal. So, yeah. That's amazing. He was freaking out. <laughs> it was kind of hilarious. No, I'm not going to lie. So, no um, I have a question for you, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you're from Tennessee originally, right? I am, yeah. I am too. So, I'm a, I'm oh, a Nashville native. Okay, cool. Um, and what, what has it been like kind of making the jump from what was once considered like rural Tennessee, which is also now its own little Hollywood in a way. Right. Um, two kind of bigger acting roles. Have, has that been a weird transition for you personally, like from small town? It's been an insane uh, like transition. I mean, I still live in rural. I, rural. Um, I, I live in Bristol, Tennessee, where okay, I yeah. live on a farm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely still in rural. Um, so yeah, like going <laughs> going back and forth to LA and, sure. and, and stuff and going on a red carpet and being dressed and then going back and cleaning a chicken coop is sure. like two completely opposites. So, it keeps me humble. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it was it was a giant transition, especially whenever I started acting as as whenever I was eight years old, sure. like coming out here and experiencing such different things and, and in first class seats and like all that stuff. It was yeah. it was insane. Uh, but it was he wonderful. handles himself awesome. just fine. Thanks. He's still the sweetest guy. <laughs> That's what it's all about. You just gotta stay real. Of course. Now, uh, have you guys gotten to experience the con at all while you've been here, or is it pretty much just it's a been... like you're here for this and then you gotta? <laughs> yeah. It's been a lot of work. Uh, I've actually been able to see a couple of my old castmates from different projects, nice. which was really nice. Who I haven't seen in years. We haven't really. I do want a chance to go up and like go look at the actual sure. con itself. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've never been to New York Comic Con before, and so I just wanted to. This is our take first year too, so we share the excitement. First yeah. year at New York Comic Con or first yeah. year at a Comic Con in general? No, we've been to. Well, this is her first Comic Con in general. Oh wow! Okay. Wow. Comic Con in New York, so I'm like. So we brought so Haley because she actually writes a horror column for our website. Oh, cool. Uh, cool. And really? so we figured this would be like totally up her alley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's been a little shocked for sure with just yeah. the, the whole experience. Have you guys been able to go up on the floor yet? Yeah, we've been on the floor. We've, we've been here since yesterday, so it's been oh, it's been pretty we, go go crazy. During crazy. yesterday, we were doing a lot of interviews, but for sure, this will be our panel tonight. I know that's exciting. That's what I was gonna ask. Perfect. Well, I'll, I'll finish up with that. As far as being on a panel, um, is is that is that something that you guys? What is it like experiencing that immediate feedback from the crowd as they see clips or they're, you're talking about your project? It's it's honestly such an honor, really. I feel like it's it can be also surreal at the same time because sure. to be part of a project with such a huge fan base already is just it's a lot to take in, especially when I feel like it's going to be a lot when we first walk out on stage and yeah. like, oh my god, it's a minute, it's time. But I'm I'm excited to see the reactions. But yeah, you kind of get that instant feedback instead of like you know a show that's going to be aired on television or in a theater where right. you don't necessarily get to see people react in real time. Right, right. Uh, Doing yeah. panels is really big. I've done one before, and that one was it was my first one, and it was just amazing. And it was just it was so much, and I feel like this one's going to get 
probably an even bigger one because it has such a huge fan base already. Well, we're going to be up there checking it out, so we're super excited. Great. So we'll I see you there. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you so much. All right. That was pretty awesome. I hate you. That was uh, so good. Are you okay? I mean, I, I thought you were going to ask me if I was afraid of the dark. <laughs> no. Are, no, you, are you afraid of what I'm going to throw? I'm <laughs> I'm so afraid of everything right now. <laughs> and like, the best part is, because your hands are tied behind your back, you can't shield your face. I know. That's why you were telling me, like, block your face. And I was like, how? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Second time was definitely on purpose. Well, yeah. <laughs> you looked at me. Pointed at me and then threw it. <laughs> like I was calling, like like when baseball players like, are like, yeah. this one's going over the fence. You called your shot, but you're literally sitting two like, feet from me. And you pointed. You touched my my nose. I booped your nose. And then, boop. bam! <laughs> Glitter dust in the face. It was like we were on a, the set of Jackass, but we weren't. And you were just being an ass. <laughs> That's true. You are right, and I am not sorry. That was hilarious. Classic comedy. Runway. <laughs> 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 All right, so after listening to that interview, um, now I can answer your question because now everybody's okay. heard it. You've yes. heard it, which is um, none of the cast members have seen any of the episodes that, of Are You Afraid of the Dark? That baffles me. How would you? Okay, listen, Jeremy Ray Taylor. I know when you got cast in it, you probably didn't sit down and read that 1,200-page book, and that's sure. okay. But, dude, you get cast in a reboot of Are You Afraid of the Dark? You better freaking YouTube some of those episodes. Right. To be what fair, in the world? they did say that they watched clips, <laughs> but they didn't watch full episodes. That's and that's they, one of the things. It's like, what do you mean you watched clips? Listen, if you watch a clip, you can't get the emotional depth of both Tia and Tamara when they are playing each other. Which sisters? Which which sisters? <laughs> which sisters? Yeah, which sisters? Yeah, which sisters? Yeah, uh, like, but I was I was talking about Tia Tamara. Which ones are you talking about? Yeah, the witch sisters. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean they're excited about these roles, and I'm gonna be honest. Now that I've seen the first episode, these guys do a fantastic job in these roles i mean jeremy um, ray taylor is the only one that i'm familiar with in the show i think but i have li i liked him and it quite a bit so yeah absolutely and he's and he's a very very nice both of them were very nice matt kaplan seems to genuinely um care about this right this ip this property and he they really gen genuinely seem to want to bring kind of the best to the table you know what I mean? Well, good. Um, I mean, I would hope so. I mean, that, and you and I have talked about this in the past. Like, if you're going to adapt something or if you're going to write something, you don't want to just Akiva Goldsman it. Like, you want to care about the property because that's when you get something like a Gerald's Game or a Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark or hopefully, you know, now an Are You Afraid of the Dark? Exactly. And I will say um, <laughs> that there are Easter eggs. Now, I went to the panel after sure. uh, doing this interview. And I listened to them talk, and I, I got to uh, see a clip from the show. Um, and the uh, head writer um, and kind of uh, all-around showrunner, I guess you would say, of this show, his name is Ben David. Um, okay. I'm trying to pull it up. I can't – I don't remember his last name. Um, 
David? <laughs> no, it's not. His name's not Ben David? No, it's uh, like like Ben David is his first name. Ben David? All one word. Ben David. Ben David. Uh, it's called, it's pronounced Ben David. It's actually, you ready for this? It's, his name is spelled capital B-E-N, capital D-A-V-I-D, Ben You know David. what that is? That's two parents who couldn't agree on a first name, so they said, fuck it, just <laughs> them together. So like, his name is Ben David Grabinski. Okay. And he is a mega, a mega, like, nerd-level fan of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, awesome. Like, knows every episode, can quote episodes kind of thing. And one of the things that he talked about that was most interesting in the panel is that this new three-hour limited series is mm -hmm. littered with secret references oh, and Easter eggs to the original series. Sweet. So, so, so we're going to be doing as, the same thing we did with uh, Twilight Zone. Exactly. And he said, and some of them will go unnoticed forever because That's they're awesome. just like really teeny, teeny, tiny, weird references awesome. to things. He said, but if you want to sit there and unpack them all, he was like, every frame in this series basically has a callback Sweet. of just hidden things. Well, that's that's awesome. Honestly, this makes me excited to watch the show. I do want to watch it for like for serious. I hope it's real. I hope it's good. You know, it's probably not something I'll go back and watch again and again and again, but sure. It might get me Jones in for the old show to find some old episodes again. I agree 100%. And so um, so man, check it out. I'm glad you listened to this with me. I'm glad everybody else got to listen to this with me. And now we're going to end this uh, meeting of the Midnight Society the same way that we always do with a giant bucket of water. Okay, you ready? Okay. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's three times, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs>
or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? The ghosts that were hidden in this recording possessing your house? Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happened to the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.